minute you go through that first door, all hell will break loose. Assume everyone with a hat on is a threat. I don't care if it's a Yankee cap, a bowler, or even a yamaka. Ah. Yes. <laughs> this is a science fiction rating system. I am wearing a hat. Uh, my name is Alex Humphrey, and I am joined by Sam Draper. Are you wearing a hat, Sam I've got, Draper? Oh, I've got a hood. Does that count? You've got a, a hood. Yeah, that to... means that means you're the enemy. You've oh, got a hood actually, on. don't think that. I don't think that nah, counts. Yeah, that hood, hood count. doesn't oh, count. No, you no, need no, to be wearing a hat. Okay, sorry, Chris. Chris, have you got a uh, have you got a hat? Yeah, he's yeah. got a hood as well. Hood oh, as okay, well, we're all safe then. I, yeah, I'll take my hat off. So I won't have my magic powers. Um, yes, uh, we are the science fiction rating system. We are here to rate science fiction films. Uh, and we are this week doing the Adjustment Bureau from 2011. Um, it wasn't our choice to do the Adjustment Bureau. Someone suggested it. We wish we knew who you were. Someone in the past. If you're out there, person from the past, please tell us. I bet eventually you'll be able to audio search files cheaply and easily, won't you? And I'll be able to just shove them into a website and oh, put that in. It'll, it'll show me who did it on it. So one that'd day be, we'll find out. Yeah, one day. Uh, so Adjustment Bureau from 2011, written and directed by George Nolfi. Uh, hey, that who, doesn't happen. Oh, what? Just described. Oh, <laughs> well, that already exists. I know it exists, but it's just it's prohibitively expensive at the minute. But yeah. Um, this guy wrote the Bourne Ultimatum and Ocean's Twelve. Mm. That's all I could really see for credits for him. Bit weird. Um, based on a short story called The Adjustment Team by Philip K. Dick, the noted science fiction writer. Uh, have you read The Adjustment Team? Don't think Sam? I have. No. Uh, no, Chris hasn't. I haven't either. Um, in George uh, Nolfi's words uh, from an interview, uh, this is what, how he describes the, the short story. The short story, which is worth reading... Only accounts for 15 minutes of the movie. The short story's about a guy who's supposed to go to work at a certain time and a talking dog who works for the Adjustment Bureau, bureau falls asleep and doesn't bark. <laughs> the guy gets to work and sees his friends frozen and then he runs from the Bureau. So that really is literally the coffee spilling <laughs> scene to go on. of yeah. this film. And yeah. I think he goes home. I think in the book, the main character, he's not um, a senator. He's like an insurance person. And he goes home and he's like freaking out to his wife. And his wife's like, what are you talking about? And then like when they go back there, it's all normal again. But yeah. then he's on the run from them because they've seen that he's he also, knows this, about them. It's from 1954, this story, which is, that's very early dick, that is. That's, that's <laughs> you know. Ancient dick. Ancient dick. It's not refined dick like it gets later on. This is very like... Just where he just had ideas and just said them. Sl- Talking dick. dog. Sloppy, Sloppy dick. dick. Yeah. Talking dog. Talking, Talking dog. dog. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, the plot uh, is, is this. That Matt Damon is David Norris, a man on a path to change the world. When he accidentally meets Eliza... I think it's Eliza. Uh, that's yeah. her name, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, played oh, by Elise, Emily. Elise. Elise, sorry, Elise, yeah, yeah, I thought it was a lie. Elise, played by Emily Blunt, he deviates from the plan set out for him and accidentally discovers a team of hat-wearing men called the Adjustment Bureau who secretly won the, run the world and shape and guide humans' lives. Um, yeah, that's the story. I mean, I saw this ages ago in a, in the cinema and I remember thinking it was stupid then. <laughs> and then I just forgot it You're all. You were right. I, yeah, and I forgot the whole film. Um, yeah. And in my brain, it was, oh, I mean, spoilers, in my brain, it was science fiction. Um, in my brain. Well, did you, have you guys seen this before? I saw it at the cinema too. Yeah? I didn't see it at the cinema, but I have seen it, yeah. For my sins. 
Did you remember this film well? I gave it a big, I gave it a chance. I remember like I was like really giving it a good old chance. And I think it, <laughs> it got to about three quarters of the way through. And I was like, this is. Oh, that much of a chance. Not, <laughs> not well, that's good. a big chance. Yeah, yeah. that's a big chance. Um, Sam, do, that you is a big your, chance. do you remember your initial thoughts on the Adjustment Bureau or not really? Well, I remember it was dog shit. That's kind of my only. Sort of, <laughs> and, that, and the stupid hats. Yeah. I also. I I I forgot, but as soon as Emily Blunt turned up, I remember th- I remember that like this is the most annoying couple in the history of film. I think. And oh, I'd like. Oh, okay. oh my god, we'll you get find to them. Annoying. Okay, all right, we'll get to that then. Anyway, we don't start out that way. Oh no, no, no! We start out with a very boring political film about Matt Damon's political campaign, where mm. we see Matt Damon and he's on a boat and he's on the cover of GQ and he's in a bar and he's meeting political figures from America that I kind of was like, oh, I think that's someone famous. Is that? Rose, the beta, the one that died, is that her? Is that that person? I didn't really know. I was just he goes on uh, The Daily Show with John oh, Stewart. He goes on The Daily Show twice, doesn't Everyone he? Everyone does that, don't they, in these films? Yeah. yeah. I found, I mean, it was three minutes, and I was like, this is already fucking it had got that. The Escortist film is fucking awful as well. Oh, but this early yeah. bit had got that, like, um, what was that yeah. film with um, Scorny Weaver in it? And it's like a political one. Is it Kevin Klein? What's that film? Was like a Dave. Is that called Dave? Dave. Dave. Yeah, yeah. it Dave. had a real Dave vibe to it. I yeah. thought, like really boring, yeah. like political mm. bollocks. Yeah. So, so basically, Matt Matt Damon is a new kind of politician because he's young. Basically, mm. that is it, isn't it? He's young. Yeah. And he yeah. believes in solar panels. They're the two things you find out about he's, him. He's supposed to be JFK, isn't he? Effectively, he's a modern day yeah. JFK. That's what they're going for, isn't it? Yeah. You're so, yeah, go get so, a Democrat. Yeah, so he's he's great, and he looks like he's doing really really well. Uh, and his campaign manager Charlie, um, he's he's like, oh yeah, we're doing really really well. But then, unfortunately, a uh, New York Post article comes out, and we only find out much much later on what this article is. Ridiculous. But what it is is a prank from uni where yeah. he bared his ass to some people. That's all he did. Now, is this right? terribly just out of touch with reality and it's not anywhere near bad enough or is it that the, the political landscape has moved on so much since yeah. 2011 <laughs> that this was scandal then yeah i think maybe it's that one i mean think- what they i think what they say in the film is that because he's already young this made everyone think he was immature as well see i, I think it feels very tame though doesn't it i think mm. they're too scared to make him in any way not a nice guy can you think about yeah. who's the guy i can't remember his name is a politician who was going to go up against uh, Bush in 92 for the Democrat nomination, and he got found out like cheating on his wife on a yacht and all this kind of yeah. stuff. And that was a scandal yeah. which sent him off the rails, right? Gary Hart. The politician was Gary Hart. <laughs> Makes yeah. sense. That's t- 20 years before this. So yeah. this felt to me like they they perhaps originally he was like, I don't know, he... he not going to say slept with a sixteen-year-old. That's probably a bit yeah, too extreme. But, but like yeah. you know, he cheated on his wife for some for someone, yeah. and they thought, oh no, we can't make him look bad. So what's the what's? No, it's, it's very annoying, isn't it? It's just so not a thing that would anyone would give no. a shit about, isn't it? Uh, no, it's just so no. stupid. What's that brilliant documentary about the bloke running for New York? Uh, and he, he sent a dick pic to someone. Oh yeah, and it's really really funny because the, the person oh, was. Cool, watching was like following them anyway and then that came out and then the yeah, documentary yeah. becomes about that and isn't his second name like something that sounds like penis or to make that's it even cool. worse oh it's wiener that's, isn't it it's wiener, wiener that's, that's it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, anyway uh, 
he loses <laughs> he he loses the election um and he goes to the toilet to practice his speech and uh Emily Blunt is in there being all wacky because uh she's um she's uh she's crashed a wedding because she mm. was dead but when you wa- she actually dared herself mm. to to crash it doesn't pay off that doesn't I've just written it? oddball alert in very big big letters why um, is it right like this sass relationship where everything they say to each other is 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 a uh, you know he'll go like oh I'm gonna go to like watch the ice hockey and she'll be like yeah ice hockey is for fucking cunts and then he'll and then he'll be like oh well I'm gonna get hot dog after and she'll be like hot dogs what to stick up your arse you big fat twat like every line's like that isn't it see I didn't mind I actually it's found exhausting. her one of the thing I found her one of the few watchable things in this. She's a reminder. And when she goes, oh, you're better than that tall, the other guy. And a bit later uh, on, she goes, yeah. oh, he's a real tall. Yeah. Mm. I, didn't, oh. I, I didn't mind her. I wanted to reach for the screen and throttle both of them, but especially Emily Blunt. Emily Chris? Blunt, she's so annoying. What was your... Yeah, yeah I, I'd have found them quite annoying. No. I found his sort of character so simplistically... Yeah. Like, yeah, what it what it is as a thing, it's just... I thought, okay, there's going to be something really amazing. Like, if you've got, like, this basis level of, like, you need to set the character to be so basic. Yeah. Like, there's going to be something really complicated, like uh, Inception-type shit going on soon. Yeah, Yeah. and there wasn't. Which I think that line, when she goes, oh, the dare was for me, I thought it was going to be, oh, because there's another one of her come back to tell her. I thought the time (laughs) travel thing, like, there was, like, a thing going on where she was, like, a weird... No. special sort of creature or something like that no, but she's not no. she's just really no, no, fucking no. annoying no no she's annoying um and her annoyance inspires him to go out and deliver the speech where he basically sense. goes on about oh they've this tie isn't my tie and it's we pay these people to tell us how much scuff our shoes should have and i'm real you might as well have just sung j-lo's i'm real whatever that song is um that's jay from the block jay from the block that speech yeah. he does though is is wor- more fake and worse yeah. than the first. That is so obviously a written speech by the scriptwriter. Yeah. It's so overwritten yeah. what he says. It's worse than yeah. the first speech. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, anyway, he's all sad. Uh, and the next day, uh, but they, we're getting to something happening now. And that thing is coffee spilling time. I've written coffee spilling time in huge capitals <laughs> because coffee spilling time is very important. So... Uh, there is a character called Harry who is one of the adjustment bureau mm-hmm. and he has been following um he's been following David Norris Matt Matt Damon for his whole life to get him to this place because basically you know this is what it is is that we've all got plans written out by this higher power and these people these agents on the ground Mainly, they don't give a fuck about us, but the important people, they try and guide us on this path. And as the short story by Philip K. Dick said, uh, small little events can change everything. So it's very important that Harry spills, uh, makes sure that David Norris spills his coffee at coffee spilling time, which is exactly this exact time. For some reason, he misses the time really quick, like very quickly misses the time, doesn't he? Doesn't even notice that he just gets it completely wrong, doesn't he? So then ensues a scene where uh, he's on the he's on the bus. David Norris is on the bus meeting up with uh, meeting up with Emily Blunt and uh, Harry, who's Anthony Mackie, is chasing the bus down the street, staring at his watch, trying to work out how to. I mean, 
what the why is he even like it's so it's so stupid this scene and in the end he hits coffee spilling time and he just like goes whoop like that with his finger like he's yeah. fucking like it's bewitched or something and then and then Matt, Matt Damon's like uh, uh, and just throws coffee all over <laughs> all over her which isn't it doesn't do it the point of him spilling the coffee was supposed to be that he ruins his own clothes goes back and changes doesn't get to the office at the 10 minutes he should have got to the office so well why but it's, also it's so it's so stupid it is so stupid also think about who Anthony Mackie is at the end of the film right and well, his role in it yeah why is he? Do, why is he do, fuck it up in the first place? Why, yeah, is, he why is he so stuff? rubbish at his job? Which because is he's amazing. the guy who's actually got the the line to guard. Yeah. What's his motivation to any for any of this? I stuff? don't know. I don't know. It's it it's really stupid, and it's a really <laughs> stupid scene. Then he gets hit by a car. Um, and, um, yeah. The only interesting thing in this scene is you know when she gives her number to um, Matt Damon. That phone number is owned by Universal Studios and it's appeared in several films. It's been in mm. Definitely Maybe, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, Munich. Mm. Um, if you, if it's called, it will ring indefinitely. Uh, as of the 10th of the 1st, 2022, the number was out of service. But it's just that that number pops up, that her phone number pops up in multiple Universal films. Um, so that's kind of funny, isn't it? Because later on they say, oh, if you ring that number, it will never get through anyway. But it's like... That was what would happen if you'd have wrong that number. So what you're mm. saying is the Justin Bureau is true. Hey, maybe. <laughs> We're really living in it. That's what <laughs> I've definitely saying. seen people with hats on. So this, is a, this is a documentary, that's maybe. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in anyway. the olden days, they wouldn't really stand out so much, would they? Because everyone used to wear a hat. Yeah. yeah. Why, why are they wearing those hats? Why are they dressed like that as well? They're dressed like people They don't from... really go into it, do they? No. But he and also... He says he could wear any hat he wants, and yet they dress yeah. with that hat. Yeah. Um, and also... Uh, yeah, so also the, the 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 main adjustment bureau man is the guy from Mad Men, isn't he? And they're all dressed a bit like kind of nineteen fifties, aren't they? But yeah. then later on, you see that they have the ability to dress like policemen or yeah, TV TV yeah. runners or anything. So why mm. are they so obviously? It's Not a bit like time. Yeah, yeah it's, a well, bit it's like, like the Matrix, the Mister Smith. You have to. Yeah. to but at least they were like FBI. Like you thought, oh, they're just FBI. Well, also, they were like a simulation. They were outside a simulation, really, weren't they? It made more sense mm. to stand out. Yeah. But yeah, Chris is right. That's why they're doing it, isn't it? They were yeah. trying to make a Matrix statement. Yeah. But really just missing the point about what made the Matrix cool. Uh, yeah, completely. <laughs> um, so anyway, David isn't late to work and he walks into his office um, and he's a, sh- he's a shitty person because he doesn't notice that two of his receptionists are completely frozen in time. He mm. says hello to them, doesn't he? He doesn't notice that they <laughs> don't respond. Past, yeah. So he's not that yeah. nice a person, really. He doesn't go... Oh, I didn't notice that. I was thinking they were just mm. like, really didn't like him. I didn't think about no. that, that they didn't... It was a frozen No, he's time. just... A, yeah, he, okay, right. he says hello, but he doesn't actually bother that wait for their response. <laughs> uh, anyway, it is... Anyway, he walks into the room where his campaign manager is and everyone's frozen and they're doing some stuff to his brain because they need to make an intervention in his brain to make his campaign manager back him on solar panels... Um, this was like Dark City, wasn't it? Do you remember Dark City? Mm. A, a much better film. Oh, a much better film, yeah. Much more competent ideas about how to run the world as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they've nailed it down. The guys in Dark City know what they're fucking doing. These guys, yeah. jokers, like fucking idiots. Um, <laughs> so anyway, David sees all this. So, um, so the Adjustment Bureau chase him down. And... They capture him, and he wakes up in a room with like a big 
car park. I've written part four. Is this the stupidest plot in human history? <laughs> and, it, and to be honest, the, the, the thing it about this be. film is this bit is stupid, but this film gets stupid. Oh yeah, it gets like, stupid. The more that you know. Yeah, the more you, you think, find out, the stupider yeah, it is. You yeah. think you've hit the level of stupidity of this film, and it and manages to keep sinking into more stupidity. So, so you make this, I, I think you could make this work, though, if you just didn't tell anyone any more information, and he what, just this? made it like art housey. Yeah, well, it's Dark definitely. City. Dark City yeah, is that film, isn't yeah. it? They've already yeah, done yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so he's in the room, and there's a moment. So he's he's fucking like he's on a chair. He's surrounded by people. He's been knocked out. Everyone looks odd. And there's a bit when the the old, old I just call him old man hat, old man hat <laughs> is talking to legal and the legal people go, I'll oh, just bullshit him. That'll work. Yeah. And like, as if that would work. Yeah. I know. Like, how do they think just turning around and going, oh, this is just a dream or, I know. oh, we're just a CIA. Op- like, what well, the point? best thing about it is, he's like, look, I'm telling you now, I'm really serious about this. You cannot tell anyone about this. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. the threat, there's no threat at all is it just like trust me yeah. you, just don't tell anybody don't tell anyone about it yeah yeah. and he's literally been, just, just had reality like exploded for him you know yeah. everything's completely false this like otherworldly beings that exist in a different plane different dimension and yeah. all they're saying is you can go back nothing doesn't matter carry on mm. as normal yeah. but just, just don't talk just about it just yourself <laughs> it's just so stupid yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then yeah so that and then stupid. they think that's going to work as well they think that that's a plan they're like oh that's brilliant it'll be yeah. fine it'll be great oh, that, that, yeah that'll be... work yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so they explain right so they explain that what the adjustment bureau do is cause small incidences and they list three small incidences your coffee spilling your internet going out and you losing your keys mm. so the extent of their power is you can't get blown off Maybe, yeah, but not a bus blowing up or no. someone dying. We're, we're talking very low-level inconveniences. This is the extent yeah. of their power. They can cause a low-level inconvenience, which will delay you minutes, probably. All it's of those seconds, things, isn't it? probably seconds, seconds, minutes, yeah. and because of that, is enough time for them to do some shit behind your back that you don't notice. No, is like, it? That- no, oh, I don't know, actually. They is, do the adjustments. They're not the intervention people. They just do the adjustments. But that's just to get you to, to do the right thing in your life, isn't it? Yeah, to but... To the right person or to... But their power just seems so weirdly limited. But also, it's not, because, like, he does that thing... He flicks the, the coffee and he flicks the floor tile up, doesn't he, to make him yeah. fall over. Why aren't they doing yeah. that more often? They, they can move know. anything, any matter around. Yeah. Mm. No, I don't know. And... So then and they can also, the intervention team can change your, like, you're going to make a decision. They can kind of make you make a bit of a different decision, but, oh, right, not, yeah, yeah. but not like that badly different, but just a little bit different. Yeah. Still, um, though, it's pretty a serious power. Yeah. Yeah. He says at this point they can read minds, but they can't. We find out that that's bullshit. And that's stupid as well. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, like, what a weird thing to put in a script, like a guy... <laughs> Lying about power, <laughs> and the next scene later, they're like, "Oh yeah, what well, a guy told it was a lie." Yeah, as yeah. if like again, like that's their master plan is to lie about a power. He explains, and he goes, "Oh, he'd already told, he'd already changed. So you're gonna, he looks in the future and he saw what you're gonna say." Yeah, it's like, yeah, who wrote this thing? It's but also, <laughs> terrible. They can look, so they can see your path, and you, yeah, they, see everything. 
but they also can't see everything because later on they don't really know what's going to happen if he ends up with because they say to stay away from Emily Blunt but then later on he goes you don't really know what's going to happen if I end up with Emily Blunt and they go nah actually we don't really know and they have like this thing you, to, to go with any of it, you've got to accept that Matt Damon is so important. They can't take, they can't reset his brain. They can't take him out of time, haven't they? Because he's so yep. critical mm. to everything, right? Yep. But if that's the case, then just change everything around so it's somebody else. So like you don't need yeah. to. You can literally change anything, you know, can't yeah. you? Yeah. Mm. Well, again, though. <laughs> so later on, they say that. So this is what's, So there's a plan that's written by. The chairman, who yeah. there are many names for, but let's just say it's God. Yeah. But so he's got a plan, and he writes this plan. But there also exists within this world chance and fate and randomness, which the God and the angels—let's call them angels because they are angels—have no control over. How yeah. is that even possible? No <laughs> one who believes in religion also, be- oh, I believe in God, but I also believe in random dumb chance. No one believes in religion, believes in random dumb chance. I think there's, I think there think are some power. I think there are like some uh, theological standpoints where they say things like a system could be set in motion and then not messed with. Yeah. But oh, they yeah. Li- I but mean, Christianity involves that, doesn't it? Like, yeah, but you would say chances why things aren't going to God's plan, mm. couldn't you? Yeah, because they literally say, "Oh, when you spill your coffee, your internet goes out, you lose your keys." That's us, unless it isn't us. Unless it isn't us, yeah. Because it just. Well, I mean, I mean, what? Well, Ter- <laughs> I mean, Terence Stamp's bit kind of explains oh, that God. later on. That's a bit yeah. later on. Anyway, so this, it gets more <laughs> stupid because he leaves. Is and there then time and- travel in this? No, 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 no. He leaves. And go, go I guess the chairman. Okay, it's just a plan. Actually, you said that, Chris. Yeah. I will come back to the idea that maybe yeah. there is something, there is something going on weird about time, but we'll get back to that. So anyway, Matt Damon leaves, goes for a pulled pork sandwich, um, <laughs> and Harry Anthony Mackie comes in and he's like, "I'm just going to tell you everything about us because, <laughs> because I don't know why." Fuck it. Yeah. Because <laughs> fuck it, yeah. And we learn, and so as I say, like, so at this point, any audience member is like, wow, this is stupid. And then Anthony Mackie literally tells you some more stupid things. One of them is that water affects their powers. <laughs> yeah, water. <forgot> water. <laughs> and and, and I, they don't mean, so at that point, they're on a boat on water. New hmm. York, Manhattan's an island surrounded by water. <laughs> And also rain. Rain affects their powers. Rain. Yeah. When it rains, because they don't well, that's control That's important, the isn't it? The rainy day. That's mm. fucking hugely important. Yeah. If you're drinking a glass of water, <clears throat> can they not read your mind or see your future? I mean, coffee is made up of quite a lot of water if you spill yeah. coffee. Doesn't yeah. he say towards the end as well that, like, God purposely yeah. made oh, yeah. water be a thing to stop oh, them? Oh, yeah. And How the hats. Was- <laughs> yeah, God <laughs> did that. God did yeah. that. Yeah, oh, it's so fucking... Like, that's what I mean. Because you think at this point, oh, that water thing's dumb. And then later yeah. on, they make it more dumb by it's saying it's deliberate. Like, yeah. it's deliberate. <laughs> okay, so, so water affects their powers. They are angels, basically. Let's just fucking say it now. They're angels. We're talking about God. It, it is that. They're all dudes as well. It's a very sexist film. Apparently Everyone's... God was a woman. It was a deleted scene, but God was a oh. woman. And they removed okay. the film. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, that would have been interesting. Um, Who would have played that? Do you think? Uh, I've got it here. Uh, Hillary uh, Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, carry on. I'll find it. So he says. 
so so like quite realistically, Matt Damon is just like, no, no, I've got more questions. So he's like, would you follow everyone around? They're like, nah, there's nine million people in the city. We don't follow everyone around. We can't be asked for that. Just important people like you. Um, and anyway, it was, he just uh, says it was Shora Shora Agdashlu. Oh, who she's been twenty four. She's in Star Trek Beyond as Com- Commodore Paris. If you remember that one, Chris, I don't, but. Uh, you know her face. She's not just. Oh yeah, I know the woman. Yeah, yeah she's not just things. So anyway, um, I think she's in. Uh, she in the Expanse. She's in the Expanse. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's the main sway woman, isn't she? The Indian, yeah, yeah the Expanse. Yeah. So Anthony Mackie just says, "Look, right, this woman you're obsessed with, just just don't bother. There's loads of other women. Just give up on it. Like I wouldn't bother with it, mate. You, you know, just sack it off, like." It doesn't. He's just like he's just like just don't bother. Leave her alone. You're never going to see her because they've taken his the phone number away from him, and yeah. it'd be very. He doesn't know her surname, and it'd be very hard for him to find her. But and this quite a lot of times in this film, they say to him, "Oh, just stop bothering. Just stop thinking about her." And it's literally like that thing of like, if you tell a child, "Oh no, no, you can't play that game," or "Oh no, no, you can't know about that," they're going to want to do it more. Like, it seems the stupidest way to get him to avoid her is to keep telling him to avoid her. Because he just keeps yeah. thinking about her more, doesn't he? But also, his strategy to meet her again is to go on the same <laughs> box for three years. Three years! Yep, three years. You'd yep. think if you did that yep. every day for a week or two, you might think perhaps she's moved if he's not yep. getting on the bus by now. Don't the angels even take the piss out of him going like, oh, fuck, like, how's he yeah. done <laughs> that? Like, what the hell is he doing? Yeah. So, I don't know if he's like... He seems just mentally ill to me because well, that's he's, not. Uh, he's got two. A, you know. He's got two strategies. His first is to get the same bus that she was on before for three years. Yeah. His second was to yeah. Google her first name, right? And he says, "Oh in, yeah, that's funny." He <laughs> says in the film, "I I googled your first name and I got seven hundred and fifty-seven thousand hits." Right? I googled that name just uh, when I watched this film, and yeah. I got one hundred and fifty-three million hits. That's interesting. Well, but I mean, the, you know, the, but the better thing about like that is, though, that not only does he say that, but then he then very seriously says, and none of them were you, <laughs> implying that he'd been to every one of those links. He, but, he steadily seriously looks at it and says that. But also, mm. it's kind of dumb, because if he put her name in New York, yeah. why wouldn't she come up? Because she's a dancer. A dancer why wouldn't yeah. she come Especially up? Especially English. English. Yeah. He knows her accent. Do you want to know what the top result for uh, Eli- uh, El- what was Elise. Elise? Elise. Do you want to know Elise. what the top? I didn't even be able to guess what the top result I, I got for Elise is. That yeah. I was I didn't know even. Uh, I got Elise, character from League of Legends, a deadly predator who dwells in a shuttered, lightless palace deep within the oldest city of Noxus. Anyway, she's a dancer in a in the. the um, I mean, sorry if this is rude, but I fucking hate contemporary dance. And the fact that this film sucks and then you have to watch some contemporary dance as well, this made it a lot worse <laughs> for me, I'd have to say. Um, so, yeah, so she's a dancer. And while they're talking, there's this great... It cuts back to the Adjustment Bureau dudes and they're just like, oh, yeah, if they have a real kiss, it's going to muck everything up because, like, a, a real kiss. kiss, a proper kiss, that's like... A, what do they call it? Like a, a something event, don't they? Like... I love the bit where they're just sat watching though and every time he goes to kiss they're like they're panicking they have to like they have to text the campaign manager to stop them kissing or like oh it's It's, this film sucks I mean I've written this film sucks I can't believe there's another another hour to go so I think Chris we're at the point where you were like I'm not going to give this anymore I think this is probably 45 minutes in 
This is probably- yeah, yeah. I think I well, I think I would zoned out before that stupidity because it was like, okay, they've got something, they've got a power, yeah, but it's like they haven't thought about a story to like frame as a framework around this no ability no no it, but no. and also they've weirdly thought it's it's really it's too plotted isn't it there's too much oh god yeah yeah like in terms of the time that passes and the the, the convolutions to get the story going mm. they've got all this minutiae going on yeah around like chris says one mm. concept that's not fleshed out at all it's like they skipped the middle bit of writing the story isn't it they've gone straight to mm. like complicated like doors opening and Oh, oh, you've yeah. got to be here, then you've got to be here, then all this sort of stuff. But like tied to nothing but just people in hats running around doing nonsense. It's no yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. So it literally on that point, he says she says, Come to my dance rehearsal. So the adjustment bureau move the dance rehearsal. Um tricky, tricky and stuff. Then he's trying to find out where it is, and then they confront him and just be like, Look, just stop it. Um and he's like, Again, yeah, yeah, and, it, yeah and, and he quite reasonably is like, but you keep putting her, like, I've met her three times now, randomly. What the fuck's that about? Stop mm. making, and they're like, oh, no, it's not us. It's not us making you meet randomly. So they're kind of all powerful, but not all power, like. I mean, it's not, the uh, guy's been on the same bus for three years. It's not completely mm. random, is it? <laughs> you know, um, he's clearly obsessed. Yeah. So then he tries to get a cab and they just make all these cabs go past him, don't they? Right, it's so stupid. But then, in my head, I was thinking, "Hold on a minute." We're all aware of the, you know, a butterfly beats its wings and causes a hurricane in, you know, Tokyo. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So every time they adjust a cab to go past him, yeah, yeah. aren't they adjusting thousands of other people's lives? I thought that. And that fucking is... up all these to the point yeah. where in this there's a fucking car accident where two people mm. are quite badly injured. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's mm. like, You caused these people to be horrifically ah. injured just to stop me going to a fucking ballet. Mm. Like, isn't he fucking, aren't they, isn't the, wouldn't, uh, if this was real, I mean, it's so stupid, but if this was real, wouldn't someone a bit higher up just be like, Look, stop it. You're, you've made all these other people's timelines go completely out of whack. Wouldn't they? Well, like you said, it wouldn't work because there is so much cause and effect. That, like, how would you ever control it? You couldn't control... No. You have to accept that Matt Damon is some sort of super being that ev- that all timelines revolve around him, basically. You don't you think mm, to be able to yeah. accept it as a, a premise. There yeah. must be some time travel, then, if there's, like, a cause and effect situation because it's like information is being sent backwards. I think it's just that they, they say that they can see all the futures, don't they? yeah. Yeah, like, it's not right. that they're going; they're not going into the future, but like that book they've got can show I them see. all the possible futures. Mm. Um, right, because because like Terence Stamp like recites how he's going to live and die and all that sort of stuff, doesn't he? But he doesn't actively got go you. into the future. No, no. Is Terence Stamp turning up yet? Because soon, yeah. Well, no. So David sees um, Elise dance, so he hits his ripple limit, so they can't oh, right, carry yeah, on yeah, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, hit his, he's hit his ripple limit, so yeah. It's- Hat flies off. Yes, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. It should be like a <laughs> noise when it goes off the head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is the bit that this is a this is this the film tries to kind of help the audience out a bit here, and the old man hat goes up to see some higher up hats, and they say, "Oh, we've worked out why they keep coming back to being in each other's lives. It's because 
they were meant to get together. And he says in the 70s, 80s and 90s, yeah. right? Now, yeah. I'm sorry, how old is he that they were meant to be together yeah, in the 70s? Weird, isn't it? How, how old is he? Let's have a look. Matt like, Damon. What's his age supposed to be? Born in 1970. <laughs> Right, so, so yeah. how are they... Yeah, anyway... Yeah, so, childhood sweehearts. Yeah, that, I guess. That's a thing that exists. So, the, so, the, so what they're trying to say is that they had plans originally to get together, so they feel drawn to each other, and yeah. the plans are still there, but ultimately they're not really meant to be together. But then you're just like, never hold on. This made no sense, though, did it? Because they kept changing their mind about whether they're meant to be together or not. Didn't yeah, they? and also mm. you're just like, well, so then let them be together and let it fuck up and then put him back on the right path. Yeah, why not get there mm. before... If they're, if they're literally, Anthony Mackie's literally following him around every day. Yeah. When he went to that toilet, why didn't mm. they just get him out of the toilet before he could even see her that day? Yeah. It's mm. that important they never meet, yeah. you know. They don't yeah. find it, and all their own rules, they break them like yeah. every 10 seconds, don't they? Yeah. Like, there's a really yeah. funny bit where the old man hat leaves and um, Anthony <laughs> oh, Mackie's there and he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm still cleaning up about that fucking coffee thing. Yeah, I'm still fucking cleaning up after you. Yeah. Like, he's still, like, having a go at him for missing the coffee thing. Oh, yeah, like, oh, three years later, and I'm still getting your fucking yeah. rest. Yeah, sorted, yeah. So, yeah, so they go to a club, and they dance, and they have sex, and, as you say, uh, the hammer turns up, uh, which is Terrence Stamp. Uh, he is the hammer, uh, and he is an angel, like, I guess an, an older angel that's... Sorts shit out. I don't know. Um, and yeah, what is he? What is he? Just a better at doing his job. What, than the other what, angels. Does, what skills has he got that the ones haven't got? Just a bit more of an arsehole. Yeah, like, like he's, he's just. Uh, he's been around for long. I feel like he's gone a bit wrong. Yeah, he's just a bit more of a. He just seems more willing to talk in more coherent sentences for longer. That seems to be his <laughs> skill, doesn't it? Like, yeah. rather than rush off, he just seems to stand yeah. still for longer. That's his. Yeah. Ability. Well, his, his first thing is he gets uh, Emily Blunt back with, like, back in contact with her with her ex. Bang, tick, done. She's already doubting the relationship, isn't she? Did he, does he break her leg on the ballet thing? Is that yes. Later? Yeah. He, he, he sprains. Her he sprains yeah. her leg. He sprains yeah. her leg later on. Um, and then there's also this big long speech about free will, and. This bit, you know what this bit reminded me of? Have you ever seen the Minions film? No, I haven't. I haven't got children. So in the Minions film, they start off. They're trying to explain what the Minions are, and they say that the Minions basically they're all, the, the Minions are created, and they always serve like the most evil thing, right? So you see them serving dinosaurs, then you see them serving humans, then they serve Napoleon, and you know, like it's all quite funny. Mm. And then you, in your brain, you suddenly realise, hold on a minute, this film's set in the 1960s. There's some pretty fucked up bad people coming along. So what? And these minions would have served Adolf Hitler, basically. That's what they <laughs> would have done. Okay. So they have to put... I'm learning the, more about the minions than I expected have, here. But... Well, they have to put the minions in a cave. Stalin. For, throughout, yeah, throughout World War One and Two, They have to sideline the minions because they would have served those, Who those people. Who sidelines the minions? They just get trapped in a cave for that period. So that they don't have to deal with the fact that because if the minions Nazis serve, plus minions would have been too yeah. dangerous, we'd have all died, right? Yeah, because the minions and the filmmakers all... don't want to have to go there. Yeah, 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 because the minions always serve the worst person on the planet, so right. they would have served those dictators. So they have okay. to put the minions in a cave. So minions pretend... are bad guys, then they kind of are, but they're kind they're of minions. comedy bad guys. Yeah, but this film reminded me of that 
because he's like, what about free will? And they're all like, oh, yeah, we gave you free will. And that's why World War One and World War Two happened. And the Cuban Missile. So that's all your yeah, fault. So that's stupid. not our fault. And he's so specific about it as well. He's yeah. like, it's just these particular years and these particular yeah. events happen. Yeah. None of the other awful, like, atrocious wars oh, no. happened throughout history. No. They're, they're all on us. That was all us. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. These, these particular three, that's yeah. you. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's weird. dumb. Um, and he also, uh, basically, his whole argument to get um, Matt Damon away from seeing Emily Blunt is he says, if you spend your life with her, she'll end up teaching dance to six-year-olds. Like, that's that's the hell that you're yeah. going to plunge her into. Yeah, I didn't get this bit at all. Like, yeah, she'll be it so... It made me realise, though, that I've obviously got no ambition because I was like, sounds all right, like, what's the problem? <laughs> They're happily married. Like, Yeah, no, I didn't think it sounded that bad. You no. know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, she could if if he if he stays with her, she won't become a hugely famous, the greatest dancer in the country, and the best choreographer ever, 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 Worst. ever. That it's is such just, a like a American exceptionalism sort of line, isn't it? Like that you've got to yeah. So it doesn't work on us because we're just like, all right, whatever. No, no. <laughs> but some Americans yeah. will be like, yeah, you've got to be the best or whatever. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically he leaves Emily Blunt um, in a hospital Thank with for, a sprained ankle. Someone's at the door. Hold on. Oh, oh. just carry on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if there's someone in a hat, be careful. You might as well carry on because I think it literally means that. What? Well, um, she she oh, sprained her ankle. She sprains her ankle. So he leaves her in the hospital. Eleven months go by. Uh, he's doing really, really well. Don't you uh, think the time skips in this film are really weird? Like the way. Because, yeah. again, like, they've obviously realised the story written, it doesn't yeah. work unless you put years between events. Yeah, yeah. But no, no one really ages, do they, or anything like that? They put no. a bit of tiny bit of grey in Matt Damon's hair on the side. I, I mean, I, I didn't ever think I would be referencing a, such a bad film in a positive light. But you know how in Bicentennial Man, it jumps yeah. ahead to important oh, yeah, yeah. points in his life? I feel yeah. a little bit like if this had done that, it would have made more sense. Because at least right. then, at least then they'd be adjusting at a point where something interesting was happening, rather yeah. than him going and seeing some ballet. But, yeah, but again, so that, yeah, it's that's the problem, isn't it? It's that like his life is so mundane, yeah. and like even like he's like going for like political office, or whatever. But everything, every time you meet him, he's in a boring office yeah. room with a boring man, isn't yeah. he? Like, that's and he's his not life. even he's not even <laughs> making like daring. He's not like you don't see anything. No, he's not like against racism or against no. like homophobia. He's not. He's not daring. He's not got these I mean, platforms they, that you think, oh wow, well yeah, this is. Positive. They don't even like have the nerve to say he's a Democrat Republican, do they? He's just no. literally a politician with no thoughts about anything. That was weird. Yeah, and it's always like he's about to go on stage and say his points, but yeah. we'll never actually get to that bit. You just get to see him in the green room doing. It'd be funny if, if he was like a fascist. Yeah. <laughs> like he was Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's about to go, yeah, I grabbed her in the pussy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's the end of the film. They're like, oh, it's yeah. finally all lined up. And he goes out there and he goes, right, it's the start of round up the fucking June. Yeah. And the, the, the hats are like, oh, fuck, we've got the wrong horse. <laughs> no, the guys in the hats are like, oh, yeah, it's all happened just as God wants it. Yeah. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah. So in terms of, of being dumb and getting dumber, we're about to reach the zenith of how stupid this film is. So... So yeah, so uh, uh, Emily Blunt's getting married, uh, but Matt Damon's still sad. So for even though he's left it eleven months, uh, Angel Anthony Mackie turns up and's like, "Right, I'm just going to basically tell you everything now." And again, 
again, he says she's not happy. So they, so Matt Damon's like, right, I'm going to go and get her. And he's like, right, if you're going to get her, I'll tell you all the rules about being an angel. So uh, you have to wear a hat. Good hat. <laughs> you have to wear these hats because the hats allow you to open doors into anywhere, right? Yeah. You have to turn the doorknob clockwise to <laughs> go to travel within New York, I assume, mm-hmm. on Earth. So you travel clockwise for Earth travel. Anti-clockwise is to travel to heaven, yeah, yeah? Mm. we're all. If you go on to go anywhere where they don't have door handles, you're fucked. Aren't yeah, you? basically. But it gets more silly because it's not just that you turn the doorknob and you think I want to be here and you're there. There is a book with pictures of doors throughout the whole of New York that he has to memorize the doors mm. that lead to the other doors. With there's like mm. city maps and doors, and he has to memorize all this stuff because if he got mm. the wrong door, he would come out in the wrong place. Mm. Do you know what this made me think, though, right, is that because they're, they're so obsessed with the small details, aren't they? Yeah. There must be an one angel per every door they use whose mm. job is just to watch that door <laughs> and make sure no, like, yeah. nudge happens to make the door be damaged. Yeah. So, like, someone walks up to the door and, like, I don't know, exactly, thing, like, puts something in, like, knocks something into it. And the guy's there to adjust them and go, no, just move that way. Or there's like Keep a fire breaks clear. out and they're like, no, not, the fire's not in this room. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, mm. you can, I mean, by this point, you can see that the story this is based on, like, you, we've gone so far away from what <laughs> Philip K. Dick wrote oh, about. Yeah. Like, it's so far away. It just um, makes the idea of being an angel the most mundane thing possible. Yeah. Mm. Imagine yeah. an eternity of just watching a door or watching Matt mm. Damon wander around doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sometimes opening doors to different places. Yeah. Um, there's also a brilliant bit where, very seriously, Matt Damon goes, oh, I could just knock someone's hat off. And Anthony Mackie's like, oh, my God, brilliant. That's a go- Oh, yeah, yeah, you, got, you guys are so good at improvising. We, we just can't do that. That's a great plan, knocking a hat off. And you're like, seriously, this is the level of this film. It's just, just if you knock their hats off, they're powerless. Or throw a, uh, throw a bottle of water over them, You I should guess. have done it right, and there should be a scene at the end where he like, goes to the room and he's like, right, I've got you now, angels. And then they've all like got a little bit of rope tied in the <laughs> ear. And they're like, checkmate, Damon. Yeah. You can't one. knock our yeah. hats off now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we get some ter- really terrible piece of like music, a song or something, as Matt Damon like Awful. runs around opening doors. Yeah. I'm opening doors. Yeah. That kind of thing, wasn't it? I'm wearing a hat. I'm opening doors. I'm I'm fucking up people's lives forever by opening mm. a door into a street inside and then leaving it open for yeah. a poor woman to be like, why is there a door to a street <laughs> in the middle of my shop? Mm. And I've seen that now. And no, I'm not going to unsee that, am I? Because, mm. again, more people. He bangs into people. He knocks people over. Mm. Um, there's another a random character says to uh, Terence Stamp, sir, he's got a hat. He's in the substrate. He just went into the substrate. Which is another brilliant. Um, uh, there's a lot of rain. There's lots of hats, um, and then he ends up that uh, Emily Blunt's having second thoughts. She's in the men's toilets, where she, where she hangs out, and he's just basically just tells her everything. Where's her and, wedding, by the way? Oh, in a court, random courthouse, like really bad mm. courthouse. It's like that. I know she's not meant to be in love with that guy. But that she's so actively not in love. It's like she's been like dragged out against her will to marry. Yeah, she's it? got like a ma- she only got one witness, which I think isn't even like enough to sign off on a marriage, is it? One witness that you need two. I got married with no witnesses. I think. Didn't I? Don't people there. 
Well, you were there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, people. There, there was. You have to have two people sign the registry. Oh, there. right. Okay. Yeah, but she only has a like a rubbish mate. Anyway, <laughs> he tells her everything, and she realistically just thinks he's a fucking nutter, doesn't she? Like, she yeah, just you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but also, she gets over it really fast. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> should. Ex- he explains the hat though situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, he takes her through, doesn't he, onto like a, mm. a baseball pitch or something yeah. to come out on. Mm. Yeah, and there's a there's a really weird shot there where they they delay it. They walk through the door right, and it follows mm. her one way. Mm. And I guess because they're like they're showing off the tech of having gone through the door into an outside mm. arena thing. <laughs> but it's just like it's like long, like five seconds, just nothing happens as you just sort of there. <laughs> and then he runs back into the frame, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you gotta follow me." Yeah, it's so odd. Um, you know, they end up at the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily Blunt said that the scene was frequently interrupted by onlookers yelling out Matt Damon in an imitation of the puppet from Matt Damon yeah anyway so yeah the film gets stupider they run around <laughs> and then they work out that anti-clockwise gets you to heaven so they decide to go to heaven oh, to gosh. challenge it God it gets worse doesn't it yeah it just gets worse and worse <laughs> this film. so they want to go to heaven to talk to God to tell him that he's wrong, I guess. Um, and then there's just more running around, isn't there? And they somehow know where they're going, but they don't really know where they're going. And it's they just like a big library, isn't it? And then like a boring yeah. roof. And then they end up on the roof, yeah, and, on the roof. and they kiss because they think they're going to die. Yeah. And then it's all like... That's the kiss. That's the kiss, I guess. And then, and then, yeah, Terence Stamp's all like, oh, do you think you're going to talk to God? And then he's and then and then Anti Mackie's like, Oh, I've got a letter from God and he's like, Oh, okay, bye <laughs> and just walks off. And then and then like it's one of those films where you just think, like, what was the point of all of that? Because in the end, yeah. Anthony Mackie just goes, You know what? Yeah, like Get you, on with you, it. you've inspired us. Like God thinks yeah. you're great, this is great, good luck <laughs> to you, we're all behind you right now. Keep going. We've changed it. So that two hours was completely po- or however long what four or five years of your life was a complete waste of time um, and oh, that's yeah, the, like the, the end isn't it well like, the sort of the moral end. is like that free will is good isn't it that's the moral but as you say like it's kind of good but not you, if it's about a war yeah no apparently it is again now yeah now it's good but mm. because they've kissed yeah but how's that going to change anything about the whole of human nature's not changed because Matt Damon kissed no. Emily Blunt has it no yeah. and also the real reason they don't want them together is because it is like it's literally because um, Matt Damon's drive is to be like over in front of people and be like, yeah. oh, I want to be popular. But if he's with her, he's happy and, and has a happy life and he doesn't feel the need to go into politics. And like you say, that's not that bad. Like, so what? Like, well, doesn't doesn't Terry and Stamp say you're going to do like great stuff for the country or whatever? But we never hear what that is or know what that is. And also, like, they've already said that, like, we could let you go and do what you want and you'll fuck it up. So they've got to intervene in some <laughs> way, haven't they? So why not intervene some way differently? Why are they going to intervene? Why can't I leave him alone to go and yeah. do what he wants? Why is it going to be Matt Damon? Yeah. And you'd also you'd think yeah. that as soon as you take him into your other world heaven place, right, mm-hmm. you'd just say, oh, that guy's a busted flush. We can't go near him again. We've fucked mm-hmm. everything up with this bloke. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just pers- keep on trying to make him the dude for you. No. No. Um, my final, the final thing to say before we uh, finish off on this. In his speech at the 2011 White House Correspondents' Dinner, President Bar- Barack Obama <laughs> responded to criticism from star Matt Damon 
with Matt Damon said he was disappointed in my performance. Well, Matt, I just saw the adjustment bureau. <laughs> So basically oh, got, brilliant. got yeah. burned by uh, Barack Obama <laughs> for your shitty film. Um, I think we all know what we're going to say now, which is this film is fucking total poppins, isn't it? I think it's poppins, yeah. 100%. Like, There's no science in it at all. It's all just no. God and... Ma- they, they literally go like that, and that's their, ma- their magic. They're, there's no magic science. Book. Magic yeah. book. And it's weird, because I, I feel like... I feel like, in my head, there was, like, technology in the hat. The hat did have some kind of... Techie. The hat lets it down while they even brought mention the hat or the, the the detail that they mention in terms of why it all works. It's like you've just you haven't expl- it's like typical religion. It's like you haven't yeah. actually explained anything. You've <laughs> yeah. just moved it forward one step by saying yeah. Yeah. there's a fucking hat involved. Like yeah. it, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. the worst. It's yeah. the absolute it's, worst. It's especially bad as well because like. The, the triumphant payoff of the hat is that you get yeah. to see Matt Damon wear a hat at the end of the film. It's those, <laughs> it's those like, we've all been waiting to see Matt Damon yeah. wear a hat. That would have been great if that had been the tagline. You yeah. asked for Matt Damon in a hat, <laughs> and we gave you Matt Damon in a hat. <laughs> Do you think the stuff they're doing, the mind adjusting with, is that science fiction, adjusting the minds? No, the... there's no explanation no. to it. No. And the fact that they just keep being like, oh, you call us angels. Oh, you've called him God before. Like, they're fucking so heavily hinting that it is religion. It's almost like the yeah. film wants you to think it's religion. Yeah. That I think even if you want to think it's science, the film's going, no, this isn't science, it's religion. And also, because Dark City, so spoilers for Dark City though, they come out that they are aliens. It's very obvious they yeah. are aliens. Yeah. Matrix, spoilers for Matrix. It is very obvious that it's the computers running it. It's you're you're told both yeah. of those films do this a million times better. This is like the worst example of this concept. Well, it's because nothing. It's because they don't explain anything. That's yeah. why it's just like total shit. Yeah, yep. So it's total poppins, right? <laughs> so where does on the poppins list? K Pax is the bottom of the poppins <laughs> list. Is this worse than K Pax? It's worse uh... than Rollerball. It's definitely worse than Rollerball. See, K-Pax, you don't actually have to put much energy into watching no, it because it hasn't got much story. This yeah. one requires more energy. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's more of your brain, soul, lust. Yeah. I think it's wasted. Worse. I agree. Okay. So it's wor- So we're saying worse than... The worst Puppins yeah. film. Eight so on the it, Puppins list. This is the worst Puppins film. So it's yeah. not even on the main list. It's no. at the bottom. No, it's the bottom of the, of the, bad li- of the list of <laughs> yeah. not on our list. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I skipped... For, for, for context, it's below the Rollerball remake, The Incredible Mr. Limpet, Weird Science, Space Jam, Monster Trucks, Who <laughs> Framed Roger Rabbits, so it's not a great list. Oh, no, Pax, yeah, no. not a great list. Um, I skipped our final thoughts, obviously, so what are... I mean, uh, yeah, what... what Dog is shit. Yeah, it's just... Well, as I said, like, as soon as the... the I remember when I saw it at the cinema, as soon as they started explaining it all at the end, but not explaining it, like, just saying, oh, yeah, it's the hat, and the, 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 the way you had open the door and all this shit. Yeah. And it's like, you haven't actually explained anything. You've just said yeah. there's a hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's so awful. It, I think the most interesting thing about it is, is how do you spend $50 million on this film and just have no concept of, like, how can so many people not understand how things so awful? You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> 
I don't understand how on every level. Yeah, because there's good people making the film. There's good people like making doing the actual production. It made money stuff. as well. It did made quite did a lot of money, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, why? It's well, just so odd. I don't get it. I get. I, I mean, I know we didn't get on with the the romance element, but maybe it's that. Maybe people enjoyed their. Well, I, I wonder if it was an American thing because obviously they are more religious than us, and maybe it's like, yeah. a, you know. I mean, maybe they were pointed towards it by their like their preachers the or whatever. Yeah, their pastors. Yeah, it, it is quite vague, isn't it? Because it could be any religion, really. Although it probably is Christianity, but um, yeah, it probably is that lot, you know. Well, I mean, literally everyone involved is a white man. Oh, except Anthony Mackie, he's a, he's a black man, isn't he? But yeah, he's like the only one though. Like, it's terrible. It really is terrible. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of funny. It, it, it's not funny enough though. Is it? It's not laughable enough. Well, it's too long as well. It's not. Yeah. It's too long. Too long to be it's funny. Not funny. No, it's not funny. Okay. No, it's bad. Well, it's really bad. Whoever the person was that made us watch this, I hope they're happy. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Whoever you were. Um. So that's the adjustment bureau. It doesn't even make it onto the list, and it's on the poppins list. And it's the worst. I didn't think we'd get a film worse than K-Pax, but we did. So we found it. We found it. Um. What's next <laughs> week? Is it sci-fi? Uh, is it Bar- it's, it's Barbarella Barbarella next week yeah Barbarella. it's Barbarella yeah. Barbarella yep. like firmly in space next, yeah, next oh, week so. space, at yeah. last few hmm. uh, so yeah so join us next week for Barbarella um, we don't have any correspondence but um, yeah get in touch um, yeah and as we said last week big things coming in 2023 yeah stop complaining about the list revolutionary ideas new look new new hosts new ideas no new not host. new hosts no not new new formula new formulas new new brave new world we're gonna fuck shit up basically mm. we're gonna put our hats on and go through doors and challenge the face of god with this we're gonna bring two bags full of ratings we're gonna yeah we're gonna two, change two our heavy plan sacks full of yeah writing. the adjustment bureau better watch out because yeah, we'll be adjusting their bureau yeah uh, yeah um right. <laughs> well anyway uh, that's it goodbye bye, bye.